0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I asked you, were you satisfied with the Oilers' uh, bite, for lack of a better term, as that game went on again? Did they go too quietly into that good night? Did they get a bit of a free pass? They'd won 16 straight. And I think they played good against Vegas, they just didn't win. I didn't like the game against L.A. Uh, this text comes to us from Darcy. We're not going to win every game, but I agree. I wish the dog had uh, bit a little bit more uh, in the game against the L.A. Kings. And, again, you keep Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's Mac T on Mondays for contract equipment limited canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales uh from parts unknown because uh, we don't give away the farm here uh that's uh bring aboard craig mctavish hello craig how you doing
1: good bob thank you
0: really doing well tonight i i would be too if i was where you were uh Huh. All right, excuse the sea
1: me. Sea of Cortez, that's all I
0: can tell you. The Sea of Cortez. Uh was that not a part of a uh a short story once I'm thinking maybe by Ambrose Bierce. So I could be wrong. But it I'd, I dig. It might have been. All right. uh, The Oilers against... Here's the thing, Craig. Edmonton had won 16 straight games. They didn't play great in a bunch of them. In fact, as they closed out that pre-All-Star break sked, you know, they got the results. They weren't super. They played pretty well in Vegas. Didn't get the win. Came back against Anaheim. I didn't... I thought they went too gently into the good night against the L.A. Kings. What about you?
1: Ah... I don't know. It's 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 tough to say. Rittich was really good in that game. I mean, the Oilers are right in the game. They didn't get outplayed for sure. Uh, Vegas, too. They probably outplayed Vegas. Yes. In that game, I thought. Uh, Anaheim, you knew it was going to be a little bit of a malaise going into that game. And uh, they worked their, themselves into it. It's just... To me, the the puzzling part or the troubling part is who's going to step up for the Oilers. I mean, it's always going to be Connor for sure. He's got to do it most nights when they're in uh, in uh, the heat of the battle, and it's just not working. Leon too, to a certain degree, but we need more guys getting into the fight. And uh, I mean, I I would say depth is probably not a strong point of uh our team right now and we're gonna i mean it's unlikely that given the current structure and makeup of our team that we can win can we maybe but unlikely i would say we're you know maybe tied for fourth best uh team in the in the conference Uh, you know you have to give uh vegas uh some some credit and also Colorado for winning the year before to get the experience to know what you need to do to win right and Vancouver is probably the best team so far in the uh in the conference at this point point. and then there's Dallas and Edmonton and you know they just we have to be we 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 need some improvement to to uh you know amp up our chances to winning a cup.
0: Well, uh, there's no question about that. And what's become blatantly apparent, even during the 16-game winning streak, is the lack of secondary scoring. It's been to the point that today Sam Gagne appears to be back in. Yanmark looks like he's coming out. yanmark has been part of a good penalty-killing unit. They didn't kill very well in the games in Anaheim and L.A., gave up 3-4 and four after killing 40-41. of 41. Uh, But yanmark has got one goal all year. Connor Brown hasn't scored all season. Sam Gagne is playing ten minutes a game, and he's got five goals and ten points in twenty-two games. So he's given. They don't have enough from their bottom six, and I, I think you would concur with me that Edmonton probably needs another top-six winger added, and then that can push some guys down further. That would give them a little bit of depth. What do you think?
1: Well, that would help for sure. And uh, Sam, I love Sam going back in there. I mean, it's just it's a it's a results performance-based business and uh you know yanmark i I don't even i mean he he's a functional player but he's he 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 can't score and he's not gonna and uh connor brown i mean he hasn't scored all year so i mean sam to your point he's got some fire in this game and i think he's got the, the uh, type of energy that can be infectious with the rest of the group like Sam to me I I, I mean I, I like the compete level of him and uh, he's going to turn it on when it needs to be turned on and maybe wasn't his calling card his whole career but he's definitely got it now he's got an appreciation of the game and yep. I mean I, I love to see Sam
0: back in there this is how and this is how when on. Sa-
1: fire. Craig
0: on Saturday night uh, like McLeod was going he was skating he was moving his feet he was transporting and I was like you know what I would flip McLeod right now and play him with McDavid and have Nugent Hopkins center the third line because I thought Ryan was a little quiet and I thought Ryan plays center he has no choice but to maybe get a little bit more engaged because he's got to skate and uh, but I mean Fogel very and uncharacteristic puck handling issues for McDavid in that game. The ice yeah, they played about. Yeah, ba- they that, played by unusual. It, at, at Holloway had some challenges handling the puck as well. You know, you're hoping I I love Holloway. I think there's a lot there in the player. Maybe I'm going to be wrong. Maybe he's never going to get to where I think he can get to. But, you know, I think he can low end third line and high end second line forward. Um dude make drastic changes when you've won 17 of the previous 19 games?
1: Well, I don't know about drastic changes, because you're never going to break up the complexion of the team that's done that. Then the the, the drivers are going to be the drivers. But at the end of the day, experience tells you that you have to compete at a very high level a higher level than a lot of these guys are competing at right now i mean you have to look the opposition in the eye you've got to win puck battles you've got to get in there on the four check you've got to drive the net and that wins championships and uh you know who's who exhibits those qualities on our forward group i mean i think evander kane will i think perry will i think Perry's got to make a few more plays with the puck uh for me uh obviously uh Mcdavid is hitting another level in terms of his compete uh in, in those crucial situations uh Dreisaitl will do it for sure is is it i mean is it always there i mean not always, but you have to you have to take it to the opposition. Like you have to drive the net. You've got to look the opposition in the eye. You've got to be strong. And I think the teams, Vegas has that Colorado's had that obviously because they've won before, but you, we, we need a high level of compete from uh, guys not named McDavid or dry Seidel. Um, I mean, Kane is going to do it for sure, and and, and, I think and Hyman Hyman does it too. Hyman too, yeah, yeah, yeah for he, sure. So yeah. I mean, I'm him. He he's high high level compete. Yeah, and I mean, and 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 the
0: playoff numbers just show it, right? Like the last two years, the two highest scoring Leon, Leon and Connor are over 50 points in playoffs the last two years. They haven't even made it to a Stanley Cup final, and they're over 50 points the last two years. They've been dug in. And Connor's better, and
1: he's more. Uh, experience on what it takes to win and he'll drag some guys into it but he has to there's got to be more guys I mean uh, Derek Ryan I like his compete level too I mean he's a smaller guy but he's gonna get in there and stick his nose in Uh, but there's got there's got to be more
0: all right Craig am I uh, a Neanderthal immediate response yes I didn't, like, I didn't like how quietly that game finished against L.A. Okay, they were kind of – there was some chirping dowdies always talking, Campe sitting there chirping nurse. I'm like – and I said to Jack at 3 nothing. maybe you got to go waste one. And Jack's like, well, you can still get back. And I'm like, I don't know if they're getting three past this guy tonight. So if a guy sits there and he wants to sit there and beak off at you, maybe you make him pay the fiddler. Is that – is that – a bygone error, or does that still happen once in a while? What do you think? No,
1: that that's important. And when you're down three nothing late, and they start beaking, uh, you guys, I mean, that's when you're not afraid to take a penalty. Yeah. And uh, you go in there, and uh, you, you 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 know, it's it's an important part of the game for sure. I think it is. Toughness is still to me very very important if you want to win hockey games i mean there's playing the game you go out there you play the game you play a nice little game you're a pretty skilled guy and then there's playing the game to win where you put uh put yourself and uh your your manhood on the line and to me that's that, that that's that's critical and we need we need more guys to do that. Like the last thing you want to do as a hockey player is be sitting in that dressing room after getting beat four nothing and have not been a factor. You haven't competed, you haven't uh, contributed offensively, and you're sitting in the room at the end of that game going, you know, what's this sweater doing in my locker room? You have to compete like that, and you have to, you have to confront the opposition. You just do, and that's, that's, that's part of it, and I think you're right. I mean, hey, can we accept the law? Sure, but I'd accept it a lot uh, easier if we confronted the opposition a lot more than we did with the majority of our lineup.
0: I'll never forget, Craig, as a fan, sitting at the sawmill in 1989 with my cousin Michael watching Wayne Gretzky dance around as he got the empty netter and to knock you guys out after you had a 3-1 lead in that series. And I'm like, oh, I know the Oilers players. Wayne and the Kings are going to pay for this next season. I looked right at my cousin and said it. I know those guys. Those guys in the Oilers, they've won four Cups. The Kings are going to get it. And then the next year, and you guys went into their barn, and Marty started it, he started it,
1: but you guys ended it. <laughs> to the Kings. Well, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Messier, he knows how to win, right? Yeah. And uh, he, he leads the way, and if he's in there scrapping and confronting people and punching outside his weight class, then you better do it yourself. And I think there's there's the the Oilers need more of that, or they need to find people that do more of that. I mean, Corey Perry is probably a guy that can do it. Can he contribute and make plays with the puck and uh, you know justify being on that position with uh, Leon? That remains to be seen, but he's 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 going to compete and. Uh, but everybody has the ability to get in there and look people in the eye. And as Kelly Buckberger always said, you don't want to be picking up nickels in a, in a scrum where your eyes are down on the ice. you got to look people in the eye, and you you have, to, uh, you have to compete. And, I mean, that's still, to me, a very big, big part of it.
0: Well, uh, Kelly and Mike Keane, and Mike Keene, as you know, could really fight. Kelly showed up, Mike King could really fight. They were in Moose Jaw when Prince Albert used to try to steal the other team's nets. They weren't – Moose Jaw was the one – you they, you didn't steal their net. They didn't let you steal their net because they were going that, – that's just the way it was back in the day. Did you happen to see the end-of-the-game incident with Ridley Gregg, empty net, break away from center, and from three feet out, he winds up and slap shots the puck in the empty net. It was a greasy move by Ridley Gregg. Yeah. Who, I, who I like. I got time for Ridley, Greg. And then Morgan Riley went and cross-checked him in the side of the head after. Uh, he's, he's got a meeting tomorrow with the NHL Department of Player Safety, so he could get five games plus for a suspension. What did you think of that whole sequence?
1: Well, I love Ridley, Greg. And that guy... I mean, his dad is a longtime scout with the Philadelphia Flyers, and I know his father fairly well. And uh, so I pay attention to the kid, and he was a high, high draft choice, but first rounder, I think, probably in the top 15 or so or 20. Yep. yep. And uh, when I watch him play, I love him, like that kid he competes hard. He's uh, everything that we've talked about this on Maxie one He's got that. And he's, he's a young player, highly competitive. I thought it was, uh, the perfect response from Morgan Riley. That that's, that's the way it happens. I mean, Morgan Riley came in and, uh, yeah, he, he, Ridley Gregg tried to embarrass the team and uh, took a slap shot there. I don't know what he was thinking, but that was a perfect response from Morgan Riley. Uh, maybe not cross-check in the face, but hey, when you do that, it's that—that's hockey. That's why we love the game. And uh, I, I mean, this. I I hope the NHL doesn't kill. Morgan Riley on it, because I think it was the perfect response. I love Ridley Gregg, and you know, yeah, he's shoving it uh up you know what up up, up Toronto's uh rear end but uh yeah so so you you pay the consequences and uh i i I hope they don't kill uh Morgan Riley, he doesn't have a history of that, he's an awesome character and great leader for Toronto.
0: All <laughs> right. Uh, and and so. we got
1: we got to tell the truth here. Yeah.
0: If I recall correctly, in 2012, because you had circled back to the organization, Steve Tambolini was still the GM. That was the year Yakupov went number one. And my source, and he's a pretty good one, told me. That you wanted Morgan Riley, even though he'd missed most of the year with the knee injury. That was the guy you wanted out of that draft year, and he was out of the top four because it was Yakupov, Ryan Murray, Galchenyuk, and Reinhardt. And my source said that you wanted Morgan Riley that
1: year. Oh, I'd like to say I agree completely, but I have no idea what you're talking about. No, <laughs>
0: you, you, you were not digging in on Morgan Riley?
1: I don't think so. Oh, okay, I, I don't think so. I had I had no idea uh, really about the uh, the top uh, at that point because
0: you just come uh, back, as right?
1: I've you, as I've said to you before, I mean, as the GM, you got to know that you got to know the draft. I mean, if you yeah. if you screw the draft up, there's nothing in your uh, everybody's incompetent in your organization, and the one thing you can't uh screw up is 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 the NHL draft. Uh but at that point I, I, I think hardly that well.
0: You would just come back and um you'd just come back to the Oilers like in April that year. You'd rat because you coach yeah. the eleven twelve season for the Canucks, right? Uh are in the AHL. Yeah. You just come back in like April, late April, early May. But anyways, I'll 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 share it with you yeah. later. That's I've been telling that story privately to guys for the last ten years, Craig. You should
1: just go with it. It's a bad scoop. <laughs> I'd like to do it, but I I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds good stuff. So I'll do it. Yeah, all right. That, he was the best guy in that draft. Yes, as it turned out. All and right. There weren't many good ones.
0: No. Uh, all right. Uh, Craig, just one final one for you. Maybe uh, the orders are going to go in a So tomorrow they got Detroit at home. That's not going to be an easy game. It's really a seven-game road trip for Edmonton, as you know. They're only home for the one game. They go to St. Louis. Jake Neighbors scored three goals on the weekend. He's got 18 on the season. I loved him as a member of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, I knew that him and Gooley were going to make the quickest impact at the NHL. You coached Jake last year in St. Louis. Educate our listeners on what kind of kid this guy is.
1: Love him. Yeah, you're right. Old school, you know, put your work boots on every day, go to practice, love to play, love to compete. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier for him that he's had this type of success offensively because, I I, frankly, I didn't know that he would. But uh, when you do, he's got a decent skill set, but when you... Partner it with all that determination, work ethic, all that character, the toughness. I mean, he's the type of guy that uh, you know the Oilers would love to love love to have in their lineup because he's he's not going quietly in a four nothing game against the LA Kings. That's for sure. But I love Jake Neighbors and uh, fantastic. fantastic kid and couldn't be happier for him.
0: Craig, this text comes to us from Ryan. He says, Mac T's response on Morgan Riley uh, regarding uh, not uh, not thinking that he was pushing for him in that draft year was hilarious. I met Mac T as I was uh, very good friends with Dylan Simpson when I was a kid. I saw Mac T about 10 years later and Mac T remembered my name. He's pure class. That one comes to us from Ryan Who's a oh, mug? He's a mugslinger. He plays on the same men's league team I played on about 20 years ago. It's a couple of generations uh, difference, but <laughs> so, uh, any, anyhow, I, I, that's you know what? Because I, I I probably met about 60 people in Los Angeles and Anaheim at the games on Fridays and Saturdays, and there were a couple times where I had to run upstairs, and I felt bad. But I, I sometimes I remember people, you know, useless, superfluous information. And other times I can't remember a guy's name that I just met about two minutes before. So kudos to you for remembering Ryan's name from 10 years earlier. Very impressive. Well, you
1: got to be careful running up those stairs, Stop. I mean... Yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to send the paramedics in. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You and Renee in the same week. <laughs> oh, Renee got you, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. One of my all-time favorite people in the world.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, Trust was me, best. she had the boys laughing on that one. All yeah. right, Craig, great, great stuff. Thanks right. for joining us. Okay.
1: Hey, I remember Renee uh, when I was a player in, uh, and that's Daryl's wife, uh, Renee Cates. I remember her and uh, Karen Lowe. We used to work out down at the Center Club back in uh, sure. You know, when I played. And she and Karen Lowe were the only people that I ever saw that would get on the stair climber backwards at full speed with with uh, dumbbells and, uh, and go for half an hour backwards on the stair climber. <laughs> Yeah, she's a really fit, really fit woman. As uh, as was uh, Kevin's wife, Karen, is the you know, yeah, completely different level of fitness.
0: Oh well, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because when I climbed on the stairmaster, uh, Simon Bennett looked at me and he called me a dumbbell. So there you go. <laughs> Get off! <laughs> Get off, dumbbell. We don't want you to break
1: it. All right, Get awesome. Off. Alright, Mac on, T. The, on the stair climber, backwards, full speed with dumbbells. That's hard. That is hard. Alright, no, thanks. See you later, MacT. T. That
0: is oh, uh, Craig McTavish, uh, Mac T on Mondays. You can join us. Uh, we're going to go right into the break here. Went a little long. Uh, you can join New S Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas this April to watch the owners play the uh, stars. This New S Travel package includes airfare, four nights, deluxe hotel, great game tickets, a reception with yours truly. Really complete your trip with an optional AT&T, stadium. Tour an American, uh, is that American or National League baseball game? I think it's an AL game. Check out uh, everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. Reach out to New West Travel. Visit them at newesttravel.com. All right, keep the text coming. That was Craig McTavish back to you on Mondays for Contract Equipment Limited. Is it James Dunn? Is that who we got over there? I I saw James earlier today. Zach Ferguson. Zach Ferguson. Thank you, Brendan. Did you text me that? I didn't check out my text. Yes, you did. All right. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Zach Ferguson, back with Frank Saravali.